White Sox and Diamondbacks Monday from Chase Field. Jake Lamb, the reigning NL Player of the Week. Zach Greinke starting for Arizona could be this week's Player of the Week. Balls in the zone, fastballs just off the zone. Down and away here. Got him. Mathis hangs on to the foul tip. A changeup from Greinke is fifth strikeout. No score. The White Sox and the Diamondbacks. Chase is a slider. Seven strikeouts for Greinke through three and two-third. He has now struck out three batters in a row. Descalso gets into one and drives it deep right center field. And there it goes. Daniel Descalso, that's his fourth. A three-run home run. It's three-nothing Diamondbacks. Here's the one-two pitch. Swing and a drive to deep left field by Goldie. That's going to leave the yard, number 11, and it's 4-1 Diamondbacks. Well, he didn't want the double with a triple anyway. He wanted to hit one out of here. After looking on the pitch away, trying to hit it down the right field line, it's almost as if Goldie was looking for the inside heater, and he was ready for it. He got it, and he hammered it. Got him. A new season high. An Ephus curveball at 65 is strikeout number 12. Fans don't love this, but they should give Granke a tremendous ovation as he walks off the mound. He pitched an absolute gem here tonight. The Sox managed just four hits and struck out 12 times against Zach Granke as Arizona picks up the win 5-1. Granke finishes one out shy of his 17th career complete game. He gives up just four hits. It was his 27th career game with 10 or more strikeouts and third this season. Arizona's Zach Greinke leads them to a 5-1 victory over the White Sox on Monday. Greinke pitching eight and two-thirds innings. Here's his manager, Tori Lovello, on his special starter. Great night for Zach. Um, 104 pitches, eight and two-thirds. Uh, he kept a very offensive team uh, as of late in check and um, you know, was making all sorts of pitches. The slider changed up combination off, off of a very um, – Spotted up an aggressive fastball, um, set the tone for his entire outing. It was another Zach moment for us, something that we're really leaning on every fifth day, uh, and I'm, I'm sure this will continue for uh, for the rest of the year. Offensively, uh, the big three-run home run by Daniel was um, was a big boost for us. We were a little flat after yesterday's outing, where uh, we didn't really have much offense, so it gave us a chance to play a little downhill baseball. Goldie with the solo home run, and then we tacked another one on, which was crucial. So I just thought it was a really good team effort that was all set up by Zach. You weren't real popular going after <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes you got to sit in the seat and not make popular decisions. But um, I made a deal with Zach. We talked about it after the eighth. Um, we both had a clear understanding as to what was going to happen. Uh, and I wanted to carry through with that, with that part of the deal. You know, Archie was ready um, to pick Zach up. And you know, if it's August, it might be a different story. But for right now, at this point in time of the season, it's May. We've got to remember that. Um, and we've got to be built to understand that everybody's got to stay healthy, be healthy for, for the rest of the year. Was it okay if he gave up a hit and you pull him? I just told him he's on about as short a leash as you can imagine. And you don't have very many pitches to deal with or to work with. And I didn't want to drag him off the mound at 110 pitches with two or three guys on and have there be a lot of traffic. I felt like he deserved to go back out there. He deserved to throw a complete game, and he had to go out there and capture that. And he, he assured me that he felt good enough to do that. But I didn't want to put him in a situation where it was going to 
uh, make us go backwards as a team. And uh, I didn't want his outing to be um, created in a negative way. So that was a decision. That was the reason why I know it was a very unpopular decision, but that's my job. Fastball command, first and foremost, a slider, a swing and miss slider, and then a swing and miss changeup that had great depth in the hitting zone. You know, it's it, you, you can't tell exactly what it is until you you know Zach, but it's a, an 86 to 88 mile an hour changeup that just dives in the hitting zone, and he had a great feel for that pitch today. On top of that slider that's been with him for for the past several outings. When he threw the 65 mile. I saw that. Did you chuckle a little bit? Yeah, I had to, of course, of course. Yeah, you don't see that very much. But I, I know that there was a thought process that he had, that uh, he recognized something, and he and Jeff talked about throwing that pitch. I'm sure it didn't catch anybody by surprise. I think he tried it and got, made a mistake and, and uh, was hit for the solo home run. Uh, but he had a feel for it. He knew why he wanted to use it. Well, I think that's what all good staffs have. They push one another. Uh, somebody's got to set the pace. And whether it's Zach right now, um, I'm sure it could be somebody else at some point in time during the course of the year. But, uh, you know, number ones and aces seem to carry the load uh, for the majority of the season. And everybody works off of that. And this is a very cohesive unit. The starting group is um, gets along. They push one another. They, they support one another. Um, and I think Zach welcome, welcomes that that uh, that role. He embraces every uh, the start every fifth day, and he wants to go out and be successful. And I think the rest of the guys see that and jump on board. Well, it's yeah, to say the least. I mean, there's a walk-off home run, um, you know, three-run home run today. I just know that he's going to put up a quality at bat. I feel very comfortable putting him in against a lefty or righty. It just it doesn't matter. He's always very engaged in his at bats. Um, he's got experience. He's not going to be uh, glossy-eyed when he walks up to the plate. He's going to go up there and he's going to follow a game plan and execute. What was Gonzalez's I'm sorry. I, you know, I've seen him throw some big games in the in the American League East. So it seemed like he was pacing himself very well, and he was he was getting some quick easy outs and resulting in some some easy innings. But I think he made some mistakes in the middle of the zone. I think he uh, he hung a breaking ball to Daniel, and he just kind of he, he had a couple pitches migrate over to, to a really good hitting area, and we took advantage of that. And, you know, we're a good hitting team, and I'm not going to say that he did anything right or wrong. I just think we took advantage of a couple mistakes. Always is uh, draws that two out walk, and no one even gets to the south. Right. Well, that wasn't anything that went unnoticed by the coaching staff. We talked about that. That was a huge walk. You're right. Um, it helped Daniel get into that situation to drive in, drive in three, three runs. So I think that's what we talk about, linking our at-bats, uh, waiting for the pitch. And if you don't get that pitch, hand it off to the next guy because he's going to be more than capable to, uh, to do what Daniel did. So a great team moment for us. Uh, I spoke about that a little bit today before the game. I think there's just this, uh, this uh, um, really strong bond that they're forming, and I think that they trust one another. And I think that every player, um, I mean, pitcher-catcher relationship that's strong um, has a certain degree of trust. And, and, uh, and they work through uh, a lot of different scenarios very quickly. They know one another. They know what uh, the other's thinking. Um, and Zach trusts Jeff, and I think that's a big component that works here. I'm, I'm assuming you didn't see much of what Zach did two years ago, but 
I did not. I know it was an it was an unbelievable year. But I'm wondering if there is a discussion of the consistency he had that year and whether he's getting starting to get back to it now for the first time. Well, um, I, I I don't know. I just know it was a magical year. I can see the numbers, and I know that those don't don't come up every every. This is the way you look practically yeah. every time you went out. Well, I'll trust I'll trust that that was that was the case. I just know that Zach's in a very good place right now. When he steps on the mound, he he is ready to execute, and he is ready to take on his opponent. And we are winning the games that he pitches because he he sets a great tone for us. And I look for that to continue. Uh, you alluded to it a little bit already, but the first time you were booed, I believe, was tonight. Right. It was the first time you were booed tonight. It was right. a win. Right. Uh, right. Thoughts on that? Uh, it's part of the game. It's part. It's part of my job. Um, Look, the fans are passionate. We're passionate. I wanted Zach to throw a complete game just like everybody else. But I wasn't going to put him in a situation where any part of him was going to go backwards. So hopefully the fans will be built to understand that. I can guarantee you it won't be the last time they boo me. So um, as long as we win the game, we keep moving forward every day. That's all, that's all that matters to me. Zach Greinke wins. He's 5-0 over his last seven starts and has won four straight after he goes eight and two-thirds innings, strikes out a season-high 12, throwing 104 pitches. Here's Greinke recapping his terrific Monday night. Everything was pretty good, and I guess that's what, uh, that's what uh, was, was made it good is everything was kind of working uh, for the most part. They hit my curveball pretty good when I threw it, but it felt good coming on my fingers, but... Uh, they, they took their best swings on that pitch. What kind of chemistry have you and Jeff been able to establish in these first couple months? Uh, he's really good. He's, uh, I guess I hope I don't jinx him. I think he's blocked every ball I've thrown in the dirt so far. And, I mean, he's a really good defensive catcher. About that uh, slow curveball, is that Ephus pitch? Yeah, try to do that on that home run pitch, too, but it just came out too hard, I guess. Uh, it's got to be even slower, huh? That's the way that thing works. Sometimes, yeah, I just want the speed difference. But, uh, I mean, when it works, if it's great. Crowd wanted you to have a complete game. Uh, I used to throw it all the time, but hitters started hitting it really good. And then uh, it's been working a little bit this year, but I've only thrown it probably once, once a game on average, maybe twice. So as long as it's not too often, it works a little bit better. Was really wanting you to have that complete game, or you really wanted to? Uh, I mean, I would like to, but I, Tori told me uh, I had to get everyone out, and I didn't. So kind of knew knew it was probably coming, but uh, it was good at bet by Abreu threw that kind of right where I wanted, and he was all over it. What's been the difference for you those last six starts? <laughs> um. I, I don't. Uh, at first, it was my slider was work, working really good, and last two starts, just kind of just pitch, pitching good. It's not necessarily one one pitcher or another. It looked like the strikeouts were coming on a variety of different pitches, not one inconsistent. Yeah, I'd say probably most of them are slider, but yeah, mix mix it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, at least one fastball, that, uh, two fastballs that I can remember. Zach, do you get any sense that you're getting back to the consistency of where you were two years ago? Uh, right now, I'm making really good pitches. Pitches aren't quite as sharp, maybe as as that year, but but the location's been just as good. So 
I mean, may, maybe better. I, I guess I don't really know for sure, but it's been pretty good location. What have you liked about the rear sliders? Uh, um, today, I guess today was pretty good. Uh, just the Colorado game and then the next game, I can't remember, Pirates, it was a... Uh, it just was like coming out perfect every time, but now it's just been been good. Not not as good as them, but the other pitches have been working. So it, don't need to rely on just one pitch. Um, I I don't know for sure. What's it mean to you personally to be able to do this regularly again? Uh. Uh, I mean, it's better than not doing it. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's nice. The series continues Tuesday with Patrick Corbin trying to follow Granke's strong performance against Dylan Covey of the White Sox.